Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Changing rock history, one podcast at a time. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Uh, it's been a, a week of rock and roll. Slaughter, right? Yes, yes slaughter. slaughter. <laughs> Lily went to see some slaughter. And I did nerd stuff, too. I did Comic-Con. Awesome. Nerd, nerdicon. <laughs> yes. So uh, so we've got uh, you know, Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circus. LudiniRockandRollCircus.com's website. And sitting next to me in the co-pilot's chair tonight is the lovely and talented Miss Lily V6 from Rock Rage Radio. Hey, Rock Loves. Loving the rock and rocking the love. Mm-hmm. And, Always. And this handsome gentleman back here. No, it is not Max Headroom. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Nolens, Mr. Keith the Hawk Hawkins. What's up, Keith? What is happening out in television land? What's going on? <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys, we're going to rock out some Chris Cornell tonight. We're going to be talking about the Yep. And uh, Chris uh, has had several projects in over his lifetime. And um, so we're going to talk about some of what your favorites are, what our favorites are, uh, best moments, best performances, favorite, whatever. Just kind of kind of talk about it. we're going to do a little bit of bio on uh, Chris Cornell. Uh, Keith has a whole thing worked up. He's going to do a little Chris Cornell uh, dance number, aren't you, Keith? Are, are you doing an impersonation? I had no nah, idea. I don't have the pipe for it, man. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. All right, guys. We're gonna we gotta we're gonna uh, bust out some rock and roll here in a second. But first of all, you want to go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Check out the uh, cool merchandise we got there. Hit the little uh, uh, store up in the right hand corner there. There are things. There are all kind of there's all kind of cool things there. Uh, great T-shirts, uh, totes, sweatshirts, mugs, all kind of cool stuff. So check that out there. You can find that all at LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Uh, this is a band. Um, I discovered a couple of new bands this week. I'm really excited. So this is the first one. This is a band called Ragdoll. They're from Australia. And um, I was, uh, Leon Todd is the uh, guitarist in this band. And I started following his YouTube channel. I'm like, hey, dude, do you have a band? And he's like, yeah, it's called Ragdoll. Check them out. And uh, they're very good. So check them out. Let Ragdoll on the Ludini Hard Rock and Metal Circuit.
man. You're the man. Boy, I tell you what. I'm just glad it's finally over. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, I love that band. It's a band called Ragdoll. Um, and I was uh, telling everybody that um, uh, how, how I found out about them was uh, being a guitar nerd, um, their guitar. And I'm always looking at different like guitar channels uh, on YouTube. And uh, their guitar player, Leon Todd, has uh, he's a Marshall fanatic. And he's got all these videos where he compares all the different Marshall amps. You know, so if you're a guitar nerd like me, find him. He's really cool. But, you know, he's like, you know, it just kind of came up in one of his videos. You know, oh, yeah, I have a band. And they're called Ragdoll. So I found them and uh, really checking, really enjoying them. So I'm going to try to get to maybe do an interview with them at some point. Nice. Uh, Australian uh, hard rock, uh, kind of grunge meets. Uh, they've got some of, some of the tracks have more of an 80s rock kind of vibe, oh, too. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah they have, I like the that. the long hair and the fast guitar playing and the whole, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, party time. Yeah, so they kind of mix the two together in a really cool way. Uh, uh, big, They're also big King's X fans. I don't know if you guys picked up a little bit of King's X vibe in, uh, in what they're doing there. but uh, So that's a band called Ragdoll. And let me go ahead and uh, get you guys hooked up with the website. It is uh, we got a couple Bandcamp bands tonight, so this was one of them. Ragdollrock.bandcamp.com, and uh, Bandcamp's a cool site for bands because uh, they can put their uh, all their swag right there, so you can get a little sample of it. You can decide, you know, what you like. You can pay for, you know, and 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 some of the bands have like pay what you want. Kind of, kind of yeah. situations going on. I like so, that. You, know, you can make donations. They got the, all their their uh, merchandise, everything there. So you can find uh, more about Ragdoll at ragdollrock.bandcamp.com. And uh, Lily, you were out doing something. What were you doing this weekend? You were doing something kind of crazy, weren't you? I went to Three Rivers Comic Con this week uh, weekend, uh, sponsored by Dimension Comics at the uh, Century Three Mall. As dead as it is, they were packed for. Their little. Uh, That's where that was. That was the Century yes, Three Mall. Yes, it oh was. I was uh, at the actual event on Saturday, and then the after party, which was fantastic. And you um, didn't get raped or anything, right? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I was groped quite a bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if well, if you saw my outfit, it I Max headroom back. Here. Kind of was a thing. <laughs> I was Elvira, so it was a uh, it was a boob thing. But on Thursday so before, go on. It was a Century Three Mall. Yes, that place is usually a freaking ghost town. It's amazing that something actually happened. There's there. some stores still there. Actually, yeah, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> well, I they're that was like they're the, leveling it. So. The last really, last yeah, right what are they going to put there? Uh, I have no idea, but I know they're tearing the whole mall down. Turn her down. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's part of my childhood. I spent a lot of time there. That was like the. That's a great that was, mall. Well, that was the big mall. Like mm. when you were like really, we're like okay, you know, South Hills Village. Eh, you know what I mean? It's kind of. Monroeville Mall, eh, whatever. Century, have you been to Century 3 yet? Oh, dude, that it's is like four awesome. floors, and it's oh, so yeah. super cool. Four, food, food court's amazing, <laughs> and they have a hills. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. Well, the Thursday before that, we did cosplay karaoke, which I don't sing, but um, I went to go support some of my friends for it, and it was pretty fun. It's interesting. <laughs> All right. And are you going to get a Say that in English again. We couldn't hear you. Cut out. LARP. Huh? Anybody? Lily, are you gonna get into? Are you gonna get into LARPing soon? You think? Live action role player. Are you gonna get into that? No, I don't think I'm gonna do that. I That's don't. I am not. No, I'm not into it. I go to dress sexy and have guys look at my breasts. So there you go. Sorry. That's that's how it is. <laughs> She's breast okay, sexy. Okay, kind of a couple LARPers from back in the day. In case you're interested. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so. though. I don't. I've never played D and D either. So, 
Here's what we need to do, guys. We need you guys to send donations to Keith the Hawk Hawkins <laughs> so he can buy a really nice USB mic so we can actually hear him so it sounds a lot better. Um, I like his alien talk. I so, can't hear him. Yep. So, Keith, so what's going on? Keith Keith has had a steady flow of house guests, right? Yes. For like a couple of months now since you moved down there. So, But it's kind of quieting down now, right? Yeah, it's over and done with. <laughs> he quits. Just for a while. Maybe until Christmas. I don't know. October, maybe. I think I'm getting a guest in October again. Are you? Big Halloween party down in New Orleans? <gasps> maybe we should do that instead oh, of Thanksgiving. Oh, my maybe God. We should go down over Halloween. Don't even get me Don't even get me excited about that. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, might be. Good. You got Billy no, Mack watching. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's winding down. It's the first... It's the first day that somebody wasn't here in a month, so it's, uh, all right. it's all, it's all, it's back to quiet time here. It's now. mellow now. Got the whole house back to yourself, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but I saw Diesel was all, like, forlorn. He likes all the attention. <laughs> he does. He's such a cutie pie. He does. All he's right. He's depressed now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, so tonight we are talking about the amazing Chris Cornell, um, one of the Really, like, really one of the really amazing vocalists that came out of the uh, grunge uh, movement and uh, carried on through the 2000s, was putting out great solo stuff, had some, uh, had a great band, um, one of my favorite bands of all time, actually, Audio Slave. Um, so, Keith, why don't you kind of give us a little bit, of, let's talk a little bit about it. I know Keith has said he's been on a Chris Cornell uh, kick for a little bit, so oh, nice. why, don't you, why don't we start with the Hawkster? And tell us what's going on, buddy. Talk to us about the uh, Chris Cornell dude. I think that um, there's a few vocalists to come along that actually have such an impact on my life as a Robert Plant, a Freddie Mercury, Sting, and I'm going to put Chris Cornell as a more modern-day version of a Robert Plant where just the band was behind him was phenomenal. Songgarden I'm talking about. And he basically, when that man just, Things. He, when he opens his mouth, man, there's just, uh, he got the great set of pipes, great lyrics, and, um, you know, unfortunately, I don't know what was going on up, up in his head there sometimes, but ended his life, but, uh, at the same time, the music he left behind was legendary. So that, yeah, that guy, he just was a modern day, you know, vocal god to me. I mean, it's, very, very distinctive voice mm. in the same way as the other two guys you talked about, Sting and, um, Robert, Robert Plant. Plant. I mean, he had that very <coughs> kind of like, like the first note. You knew who it was. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you can name that in one note. <laughs> so, what about you, Lily? What, 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 what are your sort of? Let's give us a sort of overview. What, what do you have? To As say about we all know, I'm not really hugely into the whole grunge scene. However, uh, Chris Cornell is one of my stop. I, you know, my 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 stuff is not '90s grunge, but. I am giving Chris Cornell an exception because he did have a fantastic voice. Um, I absolutely loved the band Soundgarden when I was younger. Um, and uh, I'm not as into Audio Slave, but I do like them. And I feel like also like that whole grunge thing, he made it his own. It wasn't like a typical, this is a grunge band. <laughs> All right, and there it is. And boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel the same way too. I mean... Uh, he, I, I think, I always heard that, and uh, that I felt that Soundgarden. There's that some of those bands were had their had their feet more planted in hard rock, 
70s rock, metal, and I think Soundgarden's definitely, especially on um, Loud as Love and Bad Motor Finger. You mm -hmm. know, I think when they got to uh, Up on the Down, up, what was it called, Keith? Was it Up on the Downside? Down on the Upside. Down on the Upside. Close. Uh, you close. were close. And boom goes the dynamite. Close. Close. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think when, um, when, when we got to that, I think that they had uh, kind of, um, really made their sound more radio friendly with sl with slightly shorter songs, some more like uh, uh, acoustic stuff. I, I think that uh, Super Unknown is actually the record I'm actually thinking of. Um, is like their sort of like album where they really had like like all the like big hits, you know. Whereas yeah, I, I real cool. I really prefer. A, I think that Bad Motorfinger is the record where. That that's that's the record I always go back to for Soundgarden because the songs aren't quite as poppy. Um, it's still super aggressive, but they had really at that point defined what their sound was going to be. Um, loud uh, loud as love is a is a is a kind of like we don't know who we are yet. You know they still had a little bit kind of had a little bit of eighties rock kind of mixed in a little wee bit and a couple of different things going on. But when I think when they did Bad Motor Finger songs like Outshined and Rusty Cage, I love Outshined. Uh, yeah, Outshined. I, I thought that they really were like I think it was really explosive, and I think it's also it's still really really raw. You know, and and some of the songs like a room room a thousand years wide, and some of the songs are like longer tunes that are kind of droney and stuff that are killer tracks, aren't quite as radio friendly, but I think they're really great. And I just um, um, I kind of that that's sort of my period of Chris Cornell Soundgarden that I just really really love. That's when I when I saw the video to Outshined, I was like jaw on floor, like who the f is this? Just bl completely blown away uh, by that. So. Um, what do you what, what do you got? What do you want to say about it, Keith? Soundgarden, to me, is a modern day Led Zeppelin. They were that influential to me. They could do heavy, as heavy as you wanted to go. They were lumped in with the grunge. They could do acoustic with with someone that talented at the helm, strong writing and vocal. Uh, you could do pretty much whatever you want. Like I said, at times a band could get super heavy, uh, but at the same time they could write. You know more laid-back stuff. Later on, I think they started getting a little bit more mellow, radio-friendly, but uh, with, with Chris doing his thing, then you can pretty much write your own ticket, so I think they could have pretty, pretty much did whatever they wanted. But they were a very influential band, I think, and one of the better, if not the best, to me, modern rock bands of the last, you know, since the grunge era started. I mean, it's just, I mean, everybody gets all wrapped up in the whole, like, Nirvana Pearl Jam thing, but I just you know this band to me was head and shoulders above those bands. I have to so. agree with that. That's that's what I was saying. Like they have their own sound in that time period. It's not just the typical. This is a grunge band of the nineties. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of there was a lot of sort of like you know along with you know the the big ones the the Nirvanas and the Pearl Jam Soundgardens. Um, Alice in Chains and Stone Temple Pilots. There was a lot of sort of like nameless, faceless bands mm -hmm. that you know um, they kind of popped up, you know, for like a couple of songs and then you know uh, d uh, you know d disappeared. Um, but uh, Soundgarden was really unique in the sense that I think that they really did kind of. Um, uh, for one of the things they did, and, and Keith, maybe you could talk a little bit about this, is they did play a play around with. Um, uh, uh, you know, like mixed meter and, uh, you know, complicated time signatures, right? Yeah, for sure. 
What, I mean, even a, song, even a song like Alchon's uh, in, in seven, so you know, you're lo not looking at that straight kind of beat. You're looking at uh, the seven quarter notes to the beat instead of, you know, the four four that you would be used to hearing in most regular pop friendly tunes. But they were so good at, like, I don't want to use the word masking, but like they were so good at making that stuff groove that it sounded, you know. You didn't know, that, like Led Zeppelin. You want to, yeah. You yeah, Led Zeppelin could do the I mean, same thing, yeah. Yeah, if you were a total, like, you know, get into that kind of stuff, you know, like, musician nerd kind of thing where you're just kind of like oh that's in 15.8 or something like that you know <laughs> sound like the ocean or something like that does the ocean sound like it's in an odd meter but it's in a weird time signature yeah so i mean it's one of them songs where the, like if you just do it well it can be can be done you know but then you listen to a song like rusty cage going back to that the, the, the meter changes in that song ah shit man like four probably four or five times in that song it's pretty all over the place but they like you can hear where the band experiments with different, you know, definitely uh, different guitar tunings. Kim Thale yeah. was very big into odd tunings. A lot like and Jimmy I, Page, yeah. And I, I think Kim Thale was responsible for a lot of the odd meter stuff to himself. He did a lot of the writing. Um, but once you get into, you know, a little bit later on, they, I'm not saying they got away from it, but definitely in the earlier records there was a lot of... Uh, experimenting with the odd time signatures and things like that well so. i think that even on i think that even on super unknown you know a lot of the you know a lot of the tracks that made the radio have that kind of like you know they have mixed meter parts you know yes. mixed in you and know what i mean they'll, they'll go to a measure of five or three or whatever and then back to the you know yeah you could you got you know you can get songs like uh my wave yeah and that songs like spoon man uh that said like yeah definitely it could be, you know, the main part could be felt in seven. Then you have a part. I think there's a, like the drum break is in three, four. I mean, it's and then you let a band straighten that stuff out into the chorus to where it goes into a straight four, four groove. Like I said, they were so good at that inner, you know, interweaving those time signatures together that that you know you, you can just tell they had that they had that knack for it. You know. Yeah. Then get the knack. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, Lily, chime in with something. Uh, Keith and um, I are taking over the whole oh, thing. Oh, well, you we know. Need a girl, we need some I have no idea what you're talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a musician. <laughs> um, uh, I also like uh, that he, and I'm not a fan of people doing covers, but I think he did a lot of covers that sounded fantastic. Um, like uh, Billy Jean. Um, he did U2's one before. Um, Better Man by Pearl Jam, Wild World, by, Wild World by Cat Stevens, and then the Nothing Compares to You, yeah. which I do play on my show quite often. Is I'm sorry, his voice is like so haunting in that. I love playing that song. I just wish it wasn't so slow because all my other songs that I play on my show are really fast. So I try to like slide like that in there. Yes. <laughs> I think he does other people's songs really good. <laughs> does them better than the original. Uh, yes, and I hate saying that. <laughs> I really hate saying that. Yeah, this uh, great version of uh, Billie Jean. Mm -hmm. And of course, everybody knows the uh, Nothing Compares to yeah. You 2. No, you. Nothing Compares, compares to, to you. you 2. Just to you. No, Nothing Compares <laughs> to You 2. <laughs> Fight um, so, anyway, <laughs> so we're going to come back and rock out. I want to talk, when we come back, I want to talk, I want to explore the, the other band that Chris Cornell was in that, uh, um, I, I is like I just think one of the most hard rocking bands ever. 
It could be one of the most hard rocking bands ever. They did ballads as well too. We're gonna come back and talk a little about some, about some Audio Slave. Then we're gonna talk about some of the uh, some of your picks and what you guys thought out there. So uh, let's rock out to another band. We have uh, this is another band. I just discovered these guys this week. I love when I discover bands. This is a band called Aboleth. I know weird name, right? Um, but their record is not out yet. But there is a a um, a single out that they have called Woven Loaf, and this is. Uh, Aboleth. Now check this, Keith. I want you to check this out, man. This band has a unique, really unique sound, and it's very interesting chord changes and very interesting melody. Okay, this is not like the screaming type stuff. I know that you, you that you love, um, <laughs> but um, you know this is very interesting. So check out the the, the vocal work on this and the uh, chord changes. Woven uh, woven loaf, uh, Aboleth on the Ludini hard rock and metal circus. My outfit's very popular tonight, apparently.
Oh, oh, oh my. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Abeleth. Abeleth. If you have a list, I can't say that name. You want to go to abelethband.com and uh, check out everything they got going on there and uh, buy all their swag because they're swag worthy. And uh, we've got uh, Keith the Hawk Hawkins back there. Keith is in it. We need to send a uh, some special like prayers out for Keith. He's in a, in a bit of a funk tonight. Oh, he's funking out. So he's just he needs a hug. He needs. What are you a, talking about? You're in a funk. <laughs> well, tell me that one time. <laughs> he is pretty cool. Right? You're not. You're not your usual self. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Usually, there's there. kids knocking on your door asking for ice yeah, cream. Yeah, right? asking the ice cream kids. So, but nothing's happening. Yeah, you seem out I of have it. No. Hello, Lou. If you would pay attention for a second, I was going to learn you something real quick. You learn me, <laughs> learn me, boy. Learn me how to do Woo! something. He is going. He came over today, and instead he's upping the ante because not only today he did not ask for ice cream, he did not ask to play with the dog. He asked for two freaking dollars to jump the ball line, and that's it. He did not. He can yeah. now ask to just come up. Just you, give me the money. You know, just forget the ice cream. <laughs> It's all my fault what goes over next door. That's none of my business. I hope he does that one on there because I really want to see you flip out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, mean, I don't think... You, a friggin', you know, you want a drumstick or, a, you know, some kind of, you know, ice cream bar or, you know, a goddamn whatever they put on ice cream sticks nowadays. Uh, what is it? A push-up? Do they still make push-ups? Remember those things? I think so. I have no idea. So anyway... This guy. All I got to say, this guy. Fine. Maybe once in a while is good to go. I'm not going to give you $2 because that's just, then it goes to $5. You know what I mean? And that's how we work it. And then it's just, it goes up and up. Next thing you know, I got to sell a kidney to give it to the college. It's not Keith, Keith. Here's, the, here's, here's what I think. I think that what happens is he talks all big and bad here, but when the kid comes to the door, he's like, Oh, okay. Because I think you're <laughs> yeah. a sucker for little kids. I've seen you, you around little kids, and I Yo, think man, you, you I think you the, love you little want kids. Want to go get the wife? I think you love little kids. <laughs> I oh do like God. little kids. Don't want a little mooching ass kid. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to get him riled up. That's all. Oh, we had to get Keith riled up. Kids like it. Keith, come on, dude. What's the matter with you? Do you want to make fun of me for seeing Slaughter last night some more? That, that, so, uh, so how might like that? How was the Slaughter show? <laughs> okay, let me talk about the Slaughter Show. Okay, Lily is going to give us her review of the Slaughter Show. Okay. Were you up all night? I was not up all night. Probably till like 2. Did you sleep all day? No, I worked all day. <laughs> Anyhow, okay, so... Did you fly to the Angels? No. Okay. It was a wild, wild night, though. Um, I enjoyed Fatality Risen and Dying Breed, who were the opening <laughs> bands local <laughs> to Pittsburgh. I enjoyed looking at Mark Slaughter... Is he still like? Uh, He's still pretty good. attractive. However, all he could do was scream his songs. I was a little disappointed in that, and I already know you're gonna what you're gonna tell me, Keith. I don't want to hear it. But no, his, I watched, the, I watched the, the video you put. It out. was it was I'm bad. Talking, it was I, an open mind. I tried to come in with an open mind, and um, my mind my mind was blown. It's I was just he was like literally screaming all the songs, and I was kind of disappointed. I mean, he did do all the hits, and that was great and everything. You know who I did enjoy? His drummer was fantastic he was jumping up on the drum set pounding things around he was like animal from dr teeth and the electric mayhem on the muppets nice now, i'm gonna tell you what i have to look up who this guy is because i want to message him and tell him how awesome he is <laughs> his drummer was the most entertaining portion of the entire night cool yeah well um mar i always thought that mark had a great voice 
Um, so it's kind yeah, of it, unfortunate it, that he kind of he's having some. It's issues strained. Now. It's got to be because he's just like screaming the songs. I'm like, you don't even need to scream this song. This is not a screamy song at this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His ballads are yeah. not to be screamed. Like yeah, that's that, what so. happens. Some of those guys ain't less. They they get on on. You know who? You know who, unfortunately who has a kind of thing going on too is David Coverdale. Unfortunately, yeah, I know. I it's do. Not, I it's know. really unfortunate because I, uh, I mean, Snake. I love White Snake, and I thought like the, some of the most killer riffs, and I liked his voice. He had a more soulful kind of uh, rock voice, kind of yeah. like Chris Cornell. Yeah. And um, but uh, you know, if you look at any of his stuff now, it's just, it's just. You know, I, you know, I'm, you know, it's, I was just, I, I'm reading this book called, um, uh, the, uh, called Zen Guitar. And, you know, I just was listening to a chapter and the guy was talking about how, you know, we prejudice ourselves against or for certain artists based on like their lifestyle, their look, you know, their age, etc. And we don't very often, if, if somebody doesn't fit in with that, that we, sometimes we won't give their music a chance, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I've been trying to be like, you know, hey, these guys are like, they're like older guys now. As If they can still do it, they should be doing it. But if you can't do it, you know, I mean, you got to get that fixed. Like, he needs to get that fixed because it's like, it's just, I mean, I, I'll tell you who sounded okay, although he's not one of my favorite singers, was Don Dawkin. He didn't, he sang his songs they sounded like him. Yeah, they sounded like he him. He just seemed like he was bored. But I'm saying, in term, vocally, yeah, yes. he performed this, he played the songs and sang them, and it sounded like Doc, and he did not, I uh, I was going, because I was all prepared for like, oh, this is going to be one of those guys like really worn out and stuff, and he didn't sound that way. He sounded fine, you know? I mean, whether you like Doc or not, that's a whole other story, you know? Uh, what about you, Keith? You know, is there any like, Older artists that have come around that you feel like still sound really great, or maybe some that you're kind of concerned yeah. about. Yes, I've seen Skilly Dan twice in the last year, and they're freaking phenomenal. Really? I don't know. I don't know whether Lily would like to show. There's nobody getting up on a drum set and uh, twisting. <laughs> yes, yeah, this guy actually sits at the drum set and plays with a high, a high level of proficiency. But at the same time, I need entertainment. Like, like I've seen Skilly Dan twice in the last year. They're no spring chickens. Walter Becker's freaking dead for God's sake, but they're still rolling. And Donald Fagan sounds good enough to me. It sounds good. The, well, he was band, never really like major. No, like, like a, I mean, the, you know, the the more interesting vocals in that band were usually, in my opinion, sung by Michael McDonald. You know, well, yeah, I mean, McDonald he sang the higher everywhere. stuff, the more soulful type stuff. Uh, Donald Fagan kind of had more of a quirky, right? Yeah. Would you call him a kind of quirky kind of singer? You know what I mean? Um, but what about you, Lily? I mean, you go to a lot of shows. Who do you feel is like still like really putting it out there really 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 well in this? Uh, None of them. Oh no! They never sound like I want them to. When I go to see the show. We're gonna go see Slayer. <laughs> I hope that that's not a cluster. You know what? I think it'll be good. I'm 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 really having some faith in this Slayer show. So uh, some possible good. topics for uh, um, uh, uh, upcoming podcasts: uh, most un- most overrated and most underrated bands. I'm excited for that. And what about this one? Here, here's one we should do because Keith and I were kind of messing around with this this week. Is is Lars Ulrich a good drummer? Oh, I'm not going <laughs> to be very good well, at I that think one. We can do a whole podcast <laughs> on that. People start talking out their butts and everything else. <laughs> talking out their butts, really? I hey, you got a that. lot of amens on that one, dude. When I posted on my private group. 
and even <laughs> even Lars uh, Cothern was like, you know, he understood what you were coming, where you're coming from. Well, no, it's not even that. Then he starts posting pictures of Avery Mullick, and it's like, he's, you know, the kid's a teenager, and he thinks that, like, he's just going to get every Metallica song because he's on the internet with a billion hits in one friggin' take. Lars, you don't realize that it probably takes the kid all hours to get that take. I mean, um, the, kid sat, the kid sat in with me at a, a lesson at uh, School Rock just for a trial, and it wasn't like he was burning it up. He's good and well-advanced for his age. He seemed really cool. But these people see these internet kids, and they get a hard on like it's some. They're they're just doing that shit in one take. That's not how it works. They really work on it to get it. Yeah, of course. You, you know what? You know what your new. You know what your uh, new uh, uh, radio name is, right, Keith? What's that? Your knucklehead, Keith. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that. I means. remember seeing that. He didn't see it, did he? You didn't see it. You didn't watch <laughs> Lars' video. Oh he, he played. He, he, I laughed my he ass He played off. a song and dedicated it to us, and he said Lou and Lily and that knucklehead Keith. So you're knucklehead Keith now. <laughs> Who's this? This guy from Chicago? Lars. Yeah. <laughs> Lars. <laughs> he has nothing to say. What do you want me, really? What do you want me to say, man. Seriously, I mean, it's, it's what. Uh, hey, so let's <laughs> talk about. So what do you think about? I hate for no reason, you know. So what do you guys think of Audio Slave? I, really I'm not fan? as knowledgeable in Audio Slave as I am with Soundgarden. So I might not have a good opinion on this. Uh, he, he, <laughs> Lily doesn't know who they are, so they must suck. Mm-mm. I didn't say they sucked. I said I'm just not as knowledgeable. <laughs> Beer out of a can. Classy. Right there. That's what I drank at Steel City Con. Uh, or, damn it, not Steel City Con. Three Rivers Con. <laughs> so, so what about you, Keith? What do you, so what do you think about the, uh, the audio slavers? The um, Soundgarden is, you know, to me, the best thing Chris Cornell did. He was, like I said, he's one of my, you know, my favorite modern rock singer, uh, Audio Slave was a band that I think that Chris Cornell was working on some solo stuff, and this opportunity arose. Zach De La Roca leaves uh, Rage, and I did like the first album. I think that they had some good songs on it. Um, unfortunately, I think it sounded like Rage Against the Machine with a different singer. The guy wasn't rapping the whole time that Chris can actually sing, where that wasn't Zach's thing. Uh, I think that the second album had some more, like, good songs too and some polished you know very radio friendly hits uh i think you know then the third album i'm really not that big of a fan of but uh i think songs like uh be yourself and uh like a stone i am the highway songs like that are very poppy radio friendly and still have that there's something about tom morello's guitar playing that just kind of stands out he's a guy that when he plays guitar, you know who it is. It's almost yeah. like a Chris Cornell. It's like Tom Morello has a very unique style when he plays guitar. Yeah. Well, so does uh, Kim Thale. Um, yeah. Hey, quick shout out to uh, Billy Altman and uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson, guys. Thanks for uh, chiming in, Billy Mank. We saw you on here tonight. Uh, yeah, I uh, I really loved um, Audio Slave. I, I I thought this was a band that kind of quite in my for my money as much as I like. Show me how to live. I think is one of the like. This yeah, is like an amazing rocker. rock anthem, um, but I just think that they quite didn't live. Uh, this is the thing with super so-called supergroups. Very often they don't quite live up. They're not as super as you want them to be, you know. Yeah. Um, and and, and, and I honestly, I think the wor- I think the, well, <laughs> one of the things that hurt them, and I know maybe I'm in the minority with this, is I thought it's a stupid name. I just audio slave. <laughs> I think is the, one of the dumbest names. Uh, let's compare and contrast Velvet Revolver. <laughs> that is a kick-ass r- band name, okay? Awesome band name, and great band. 
and I just felt that like Audio Slave was just like what. It just sounds like oh, I don't know. What do you want to call it? Oh, Audio Slave? I, I, like they were like fine. all drunk yeah. one night. Yeah, they just couldn't come up with anything good. And they really needed a great name, and I just kind of felt like. So you don't feel that's a good strong name? It's a terrible name. It's a it's it's an embarrassment. When I heard the name, I'm like, oh, oh, really? <laughs> it's like it's like you're getting ready to come, you know, and the chick slaps your balls. You're like, Fuck. <laughs> You know, some people pay extra it, for that. Thing. I know some people do pay extra, and that can be a pleasurable experience. So maybe that's not the best <laughs> analogy possible. But you get the idea. You know, what I mean, it's like one of the things we all excited. Ah, no, not really. Uh, oh, okay, no. well, all right. <laughs> so yeah. Ever, so yeah. hey, hey, you ever try to think of a band name lately? It's hard, man. There's like a lot of them are taken. You know Fistful what I mean? Of whoa, 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 You and me I, and Lily I, sitting I, around I, thinking about band names. Up. That's one thing. But these guys are professional freaking rock stars. <laughs> they got people thinking up stuff for them. Nah, nah. Somebody needed to come up with a better band name than that. That's BS. Every time I think every great band name is taken, I come across some band name and I go like, holy hell, that is so freaking awesome. That happens over and over. You, you can think of good that, band names. That's that your job. I have, I, have, I have two legendary ones on my list. But if I ever start a band, I would name my band one of these two. And it well, would what, be are awesome. they? what are they? You want to know it? Free beer. Ah. People would come out of the woodwork for that. Free beer. So, And then the other one I think would be a little bit more promiscuous. Boner Jam was the other one. <laughs> so that was that was two that I came up with that I well thought done. were really good. But the, the chances of me of actually you know starting a band are probably slim to none. So that's I'll keep those in my back pocket. Boner for Jam. Now. If I ever get musically talented, I'm gonna call mine Thunder Tits. <laughs> there you go. Oh uh, God, hey, there's a whole story about hey, that. You know, there's this uh, <laughs> uh, a website called uh, This Day in Rock. So let's talk. Let's let's go over a couple of things here. There's some cool things. They're not cool, but interesting th- tidbits. That They're happened. cool. Some um, things are cool. This time, uh, uh, th- uh, today uh, in 1983, Michael Jackson's album Thriller went back to number one for the third time. Wow. I mean, like, only the king of pop. I can listen to that all the time. Though. Could 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 pull off, you know, something like that. This day in rock history, back in 2012, Robin Gibb passed away. Really? Yes. Aww. Yep. Back in this day in 2015, Black Sabbath received a Lifetime Achievement Prize. Black Sabbath received a Lifetime Achievement Prize from Ivor Novello Songwriting Awards. Uh, guitarist Tony Iommi picked up the trophy, confirming the heavy metal band could embark on something there's else. Dot, dot, uh, there's dot, 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 which we don't know what that means. Uh... Also, this day, uh, 2001, lead singer Bono and his wife uh, welcome uh, their uh, Allie, the new baby boy, into their family. Oh. So, that's some cool things. Frank that's Sinatra's nice wife of 22 uh, years uh, uh, and three children uh, left most of his a- assets when the chairman's wife uh, filed. Uh, Barbara Sinatra is bequeathed. Uh, so, he gave, uh, left all his uh, uh, belongings to... Uh, Barbara, so she's uh, a, a rich biatch. Let's see what, what else do we have here. Uh, David, 1983, David Bowie went to number one on the U.S. singles charts with "Let's Dance." And who's the very famous guitar player on the "Let's Dance" album, Keith? Oh, me and me. Can I answer that? Yes, yeah, I, I said you. <laughs> that is uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yes, well, very few people realize that Stevie Ray Vaughan is all over that album. 
Um, what do I win? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love the uh, like this fade out on China Girl, and he's playing those very cool blues things over that like you know uh, dancey kind of thing. Yeah, that's cool and all, but Lou, what do I win? Because I answered the question correctly. You win a prize. prize? Yes, you win a prize. (laughs) Yes. What is it? Uh, I can't say it on the air. Uh, 1980, uh, Joe Strummer of the Clash is arrested. Arrested in Hamburg, Germany, uh, show after smashing his guitar over the head of an unruly audience member. <laughs> Wait a minute. How unruly do you have to be at a punk show to get... <laughs> uh, must be pretty bad. I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? That's not right. <laughs> I'm going to find one that's good for Lily to read here. Oh, you want me to read something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come I on, can't read. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, goodness There's gracious. probably nothing... Oh no! There's always something. There's something. There's something here. Uh, go ahead. Tell them about this one. Nineteen seventy-one. UK rock group Free announced that they were splitting up. I know, bummer, eh? But then bad company happens. So but then there you go. So yeah, boom goes the dynamite. Right. And how about this one? Nineteen seventy-three. Number one chart toppers pop hit Frankenstein. The under- Edgar Winter Group. I do enjoy that song. Yeah. So that's a like you know uh, you know when you're listening to your local classic rock station, right? You hear that like like once a day at least. And there's a whole bunch of other ones here that most of you probably don't give a crap about. Like um, <laughs> uh, reggae star Bob Marley is uh, uh, buried uh, with. Uh, State honors uh, in St. Anne's, Jamaica, on this day. What was that? We care about that. Bob Marley's a freaking legend, man. He just thinks other people don't care. I just think, yeah. (laughs) So. Wow. Scott Weiland. Let's talk about a little Scott Weiland. Uh, 2000, on this day, uh, Scott Weiland, lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots and model Mary Forsberg. Forsberg? Forsberg. It's not Freiburg from... Uh, nah. <laughs> from Futurama. <laughs> We're wed in Los Angeles. That'd be great if Scott Weiland married Freiburg. <laughs> um, <and laughs> the, uh, uh, We're wed in Los Angeles. Weiland, who had been released from prison in January, uh, and a, uh, had a court-ordered stint in rehab in April, and uh, Forsberg are married... At the Little Door Restaurant. Aww. All of Wyland's bandmates are in the attendance at the affair, as is Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis. Wow. So, you know, some big stuff happening in rock on this day. So, it's a good day for rock and roll. <laughs> Anyways, guys, so... Um, and there it so is. So, I want to say... So, I'm just going to go around the room, and we're going we're gonna to say what our favorite... Chris Cornell uh, um, moments are. But before we do that, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to uh, Chris uh, Thunderwolf Dodson and Daniel Douglas, who uh, chimed in with some of their opinions today. Uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson says, "What about Temple of the Dog?" We didn't even talk to them yet. And I think that that is. A, I think that the, the that they he, Chris Cornell sounds great on that. What do you think, Keith? I think they only did one record, and I think they hopefully you know, but. They would have did more, but I don't think that's going to happen, obviously. But uh, uh, that would that, be magical. That yeah, that album was a tribute to Andrew Wood, who died too. So I mean, at the time, uh, Pearl Jam wasn't really even—they were just kind of kicking it off because I think the album came out in '91. Pearl Jam was called Mookie Blaylock, if you believe that or not. Mookie Blaylock was Pearl Jam's name before it was Pearl Jam. Wait a minute, really? weren't weren't some of those guys in Mother Love Bone? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
was a different singer. And then they, when they was before it was Pearl Jam, I think it was Mookie Blaylock. So when they, which was you know, well, probably a better I'm name. I'm glad they changed that name. <laughs> yeah. uh, Daniel Douglas' favorite project: Soundgarden. Uh, favorite tracks: Fourth of July, Shadow on the Sun, Sun Shower. Don't make me choose just one. <laughs> favorite performances: Really dig the acoustic version of Prince's "Nothing Compares to You." Oh, I love that song. Um, and uh, no, I, I mean I can I can get with all that. Um, uh, my personal uh, favorite Chris Cornell thing is my favorite album. My favorite band of his is Soundgarden. My favorite album is Bad Motor Finger, and my favorite performance is Outshined. So it's all on the. I mean that when he comes in with that scream after the break, I, I'm like. Yeah. I mean, I, I still get chills every time I hear that. That's freaking amazing. It's one of the most amazing things in all of rock and roll. Lily V6. It is. Oh, me. <laughs> um, well, I have Outshined and uh, I have to go with Black Hole Sun is my favorite songs. Um, I also love the video for Black Hole Sun. It was like really creepy and my type of thing. Um, and the Nothing Compares to You performance is, I'm sorry, it's just fantastic. I love it. Everybody loves that. It's a band called Scorpion Child. <gasps> she sings, I kill. Ludini, Hard Rock and Metal Circus.
All right. Wow, that was like I just love that that sort of like bluesy hard rock Roll. stuff that those guys do. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Beavis and Butthead. That is a band called Scorpion Child. She sings "I Kill" from Acid Roulette. And let's go ahead and give you guys the uh, lowdown on those boys. You can go to scorpionchild.bandcamp.com and you can check out all the stuff. What's got, like I said, what's so great about Bandcamp? You go right there and you get the artist stuff, like boom. It's right, it's all right there. There's no screwing around. You can just get it and you can make it happen. And it's and there it is. And it's all good. Okay, so. What's, on the what, what's going on? What, 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 we were talking about our sex lives. <laughs> Uh, uh, wow, the song was playing. <laughs> it's a freaking music show. What the hell's going on here? I have nothing to say because there's literally nothing to say about that. <laughs> so, so what do you do, like, when you have sex with somebody, and then like they're like, "I love you." Uh, kick them to the curb. But see, here's a problem with women. Peace. You can't oh. just have sex with Don't. women. Because like, even, as soon as you have sex with them, so not as soon true. as you have sex with them, like it's automatically relationship. Oh, not all women. No, 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 no. Not all women. Not all women are like that. Hey, Kate. Kate. <laughs> not all women are like that. Yes. Okay. Maybe a majority of them. I'm not one of them. We're not in a relationship, but we have sex the first time, and that's it. I'm sorry. It's not happening. Not happening. Stop it. <laughs> Poor Keith. He's like, no, we're done here. <laughs> hey, forget about it. <laughs> it'll, it'll just hey, think of hey shine Lily, box. go home and get your <laughs> shine box. I love it. <laughs> we, we should do that. We that's we need that as merchandise. I I'll talk to my friend Carrie, who's been working on my store. We'll have we'll have <laughs> Ludini Rock and Roll Circus shine boxes soon. <laughs> I really need one. <laughs> Somebody bought me a cowbell the other day. More cowbell. <laughs> I don't know why they did it, but they did. We can never have enough cowbell. Trust we can get. I've never had a cowbell. It's a logo on it for sure. <gasps> yeah, that would be a good idea. So, if you guys got ideas for merch, like let, like just, just like message us, and you know, we can make it happen. I mean, you can like brand anything these days, so it's not really that hard. So, if you want something as merchandise, let me know. We'll turn it into into piece of merchandise, and we'll put it out there, and you guys can just eat that stuff up. You know, I want to. Bra Ludini. Lou Dini. Yes, there's First plenty of room. <laughs> there's plenty of room there. Uh Keith, Keith, Keith. What are we gonna do with this girl over here, huh? I don't know, man. That's gonna be a tough one. Uh You so love me and you know it. Who doesn't love the Lil Stir? We I'm all kinda, love the I'm kinda just uh Billy Billy Mank just made a comment. Kinda, what did he say? I'm a little afraid to even look at this point. Billy nope. go to bed. Hey, no, Billy Mank, not Billy Altman. Oh, uh, all right. That Billy, too. Go so, um... Give me one second. I'll pull I'll, that up. So, guys, listen. Um, I, what I need you guys to do is is to share the podcast. Okay, so hit the share button. Um, and because if you if you, if you love bands like Ragdoll, uh, Aboleth, Scorpion Child, we're going to close out the show with Diamante. If you, if you like this music, you believe in it, you like it, it means your friend's probably going to dig it, too. So when you share it around, it gets the word out about these great bands. People get some in, uh, get some info on them. They get to hear them maybe for the first time. And um, it's really great promo for them. So please share the podcast when you see it. What do you got there? Billy Mink said, well, that was cleansing. That's all I have. And then I have Lars. I bet there's a guy that wants Lily Shinebox. Ah, Thanks, ah, guys. Ah. Why is this about me tonight? <laughs> 
That's because out of the, all of us on the show, Lily has the nicest boobs. My boobs are definitely. Well, nice. I would freaking hope so. <laughs> your but your boobs don't aren't, aren't that nice, are they, Keith? Nah, not really. <laughs> nah, Guys, not really. Stop. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get out. Keith's got to go play a gig. We're gonna get out of here. Uh, Lily, why don't you go ahead and tell them about uh, your show on Rock Rage Radio? So make sure you check out my show, Hot Licks with Lily Six, Rock Rage Radio, uh, Thursday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can either stream it right from the website at rockrageradio.com or you can uh, download the free app on your smartphone. Rock it's Rage Radio. It's free. It's nothing. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> I can't with you. It's dumb. It's nothing. It's dumb. All right, so you can go to your <laughs> smartphone. And, and you go know, to the app store and download it. It's free. <laughs> and just, there's more than just my show, but my show's the most important. Of course. One. Of, that's Six it. o'clock on Thursday. And we need all of you to bombard Rock Rage Radio and say, why the F isn't the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus on Rock Rage Radio? We need to be there. We want to be there. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's make this stuff happen. Let's get her done. All right, uh, Keith, you got anything you want to announce or say before we get out of here? Any, any parting shots, parting thoughts? What do you say, buddy? Yeah. Um, oh, boy. Just <laughs> live your life, man. Don't let nobody tell you what's up. And be you. Because that's what I do. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> was that a public service announcement? <laughs> the PSA was brought to you by the Hawks. And uh, for more information, please sell, please send a self-abused stomped antelope <laughs> to antelope Keith Hawkins at 164 Pueblo, Colorado. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. You can go to LudiRockAndRollCircus.com, buy some swag. When you buy some swag, it helps us say, yeah, we're being loved. We're putting out some great music. and It can be cool. And you guys love it. So I, we love the thumbs up. We love the shares. We love everything you're doing. We but, did have eight shares. But, yeah, but it, it, we uh, need like a thousand shares. Go to the thing. Go to the thing and buy the stuff. Go to the thing. The thing and the other thing. And then the thing and then get the thing. And get some things. You need some things. I smack you in the mouth if you don't. <laughs> and there it is. And boom goes the dynamite. Keep him here. <laughs> Keep him here. All right, guys, thank you for listening to Ludini uh, Hard Rock and Metal Circus. Go to LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Uh, we do this every Monday night. It's a lot. Hey, Lars! Lars sang a song for us, or played a song for us, and dedicated it to Lou, Lily, and Knucklehead Keith. So you can check that out. Thanks, Lars. not friends with Lars, go through and uh, friend Lars. Lars is a cool guy. He's a lot of fun to hang out with. Hello? Hello, yes. Lou, are you there? I'm not here. Uh-oh. Can I have a double cheese and sausage? I've been talking and nothing's coming up. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh, there we are. Okay, if you didn't hear any of that, <laughs> we do that One more time. my mic was unplugged and I didn't realize it. So I don't know where I came back in or what I did, and there's no way I'm going back and editing this. So um, Lars Kothrin, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to Billy Mank, Billy Altman, uh, Chris Thunderwolf Dodson, all the people that chimed in tonight. Uh, please go to LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Buy our swag. When you buy our swag, it just shows that you care. It shows that you support independent uh, music. And please share the podcast around because it gets the word out about bands like Ragdoll, Abolith, Scorpion Child, and all the great bands that we have here. I can't believe. So I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a weird podcast at the end there. So uh, my yeah, mic, we'll my mic is disconnected. So. Anyways, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for Keith Hawkins. Keith, I know you got to go play a gig. You excited, buddy? No. 
No. <laughs> All right. Keith's full of energy tonight. So uh, uh, please send Keith some caffeine when you get a chance so we can uh, get him. Get him. Red Bull. Red Bull. Red Bull is ass up. Oh, guys, it's been a great night. Thank you guys so, so much for hanging out with the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. And we will catch you guys on the next uh, show. Um, we're going to get out of here with uh, <clears throat> an artist that we discovered a few years ago on the podcast. And this is from her 2015 release. A uh, little EP she put out called Dirty Blonde. Diamante. Guys, there's a party in my pants. And you're all invited. Aye. Catch you guys what? on the next Ludini Hard Rock yeah. and Metal Circus. I'm not going to that.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.